And we're live, Off-Road Garage Podcast. I'm Jason, with me as always, my good friend Jim. Top of the podcast, everybody. Happy St. Pat's. With us tonight, via phone, our good friend, Rob Bender-Parks. What's going on, Rob? What's going on, fellas? Hey, happy to be here. Uh, happy to have you on. It's great to have him on. So we were kind of discussing a little bit before the show. Um, <laughs> a little bit of fabrication, a little bit of everything else, a little bit of Toyota, a little bit of Jeep, a little bit of Fab, so, a little bit of Razor racing. So let's, uh, let's. I guess we should probably rehash so everyone else can listen to it. Uh, why don't you start with, just give us a quick rundown about yourself real quick, Rob. Um, you know, I'm just a normal average guy. I build stuff <laughs> for a living. I'm pretty lucky. I you know, I, I build toys all day long. <laughs> Fabricate and, and build off-road junk. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm pretty lucky. That's not too bad of a gig at all. <laughs> it sounds like the dream gig. So, yeah, it's, it's been a long run. You know, I, 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 I wasn't a, a career fab guy until uh, around 2000. Um, and then for the last 20 years. I mean, I've always built stuff ever since I was a little kid, but um, didn't actually start really making a living at it until <laughs> here I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on the secret I, I used to be a suit and tie I was uh you know you go to school and you they tell you make a get a career get a good job and you know make a make a good living and, and have your wife and two kids and all that stuff so I was a I was a buyer I was a you know I worked for the China Lake Naval Weapons Center as a buyer and, and then I, I got recruited out to Enron and I was a commodity buyer for Enron so I was a suit and tie you know, no goatee and earrings and tattoos and stuff. So, you know, I'd talk on the phone to spend money all day, but you all know what happened to Enron and that collapsed. But yeah, yeah. During that time, I I had a I started a business and I would supply aftermarket, you know, bumpers and sliders and stuff to some some big name Toyota guys. And you know, back then there was only two. There was Marlin and Allpro. So I'll let you figure out who was who <laughs> all their bumpers and sliders and all that stuff i used to build at my shop and then and then i would um, they would buy it for me and sell it as their own so it was, you know I, I went to work for myself and and had fun and it hasn't changed ever since then so it seems now, to now we're here and, we're well going stuff still. <laughs> and, and now and now look at you you got doing some some work for moto built designing some awesome stuff there I know Jim's. He, he's on the phone right now. I'm just googling the stuff. I was just looking at all the TJ drooling. parts. You're still making it. Makes me happy. He's so excited that you're still building TJ parts. <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah, so sports yeah, TJs, that was man. the shameless plug stuff. That was the you know you can go on. Everybody can go on. It's Rob Bender Park on Instagram or Rob Bender Park on Facebook or even Rob Bender Park on TikTok for all the. I guess a younger crowd, even though I'm not younger, but you know I still play. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right? Absolutely. You gotta you gotta stick with the trends, man. No, I get it. You gotta go yeah. where you're going's good, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's some cool projects. So like I, I used to work for Motobilt um thirteen, fourteen years ago. Um back when we built uh I was building cars for Red Bull, uh back in Dustin Webster. I built them three or four different cars over the years, but um then I Dan made me an offer. Blue Torch was the big game back then, so you know, and I used to be kind of cool, I guess. So he said, hey, man, you know, let's team up and let's build some, some cool stuff. So I moved back to Dothan, Alabama, okay. um, you know, a decade ago, and, and we we built some, some really cool stuff. And then I moved back to California and spent the last 10 years back there and had my own little shop and, and 
uh, Fabrication Unlimited Squared. Um, it, it, Su2. Okay. <laughs> so Su2. It didn't okay. matter what the name was. I just wanted it to say Su2 so I could put it on a hat and a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, put some stuff. And then Dan, Dan, Dan kicked it up and he keeps calling me and calling me every few months and saying, hey, man, come back to work. I need to, I want you back here. And I get tired of California and love the South. So here we are and building cool stuff again. Good old Dothan, yeah. Alabama, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's everybody's like, "What are you doing in Dothan?" Well, <clears throat> I I love the South, man. I I think it's, people are awesome, and um, Dan's awesome. Motorbuilt's really uh, he's taking it, you know, crazy automation and 10k fiber laser. It's like the only one even even close to here, and and some bistronic um, CNC brakes and stuff. Just really cool stuff. So yeah. I don't know. It's exciting. He sold me on it, and he's got some big plans and and building some really really cool stuff and like yes. i said i get to play all day all i you, you go on instagram's probably the best one and you can go on and see some of the project you know some frame kits and ls powered jeeps and tjs and jk's and gladiator stuff and yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> everything which everything. is nice it's yeah. not it's not just the newest stuff you guys kick it back a little bit to like the said the, the tj the cj you guys have something for everything it's, and they still yeah, got and weird stuff yeah, it's, yeah, a little like, more hardcore geared hardcore there's bolt on stuff but it's for like the i don't know when people ask what do you do i it's kind of like a a garage fabricator can buy some of these components or front half kit or back half kit you know some stuff and you weld it on and you cut your frame and, and you have to do some fabrication too but you get like a really professional result with with some help with some you know engineered parts and laser cut and cnc broke stuff so when when you do it you're still doing it at home and you're building it but man when it's done it's you know it's, if your welds are any good right, <laughs> it's, true. Yeah. It, it's professional result and you you know so it's but the level of support cool. is great because you're still doing tj front halves and nobody else is even making yeah. tj bumpers and you guys are still doing whole front halves and yeah. back halves and, but it just cuts out all that work and yeah. it's, it's just you're right i mean the look of it is awesome and yeah, I, I remember looking through the, the motorboat catalog. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? I'm like, I was, I was starting to scratch my head. I'm like, oh, I could really, what if I, you know? You start thinking, start building the build plan in your right. head, which is always dangerous. Yeah, you know, here's, here's, and it's kind of funny right now. Well, I don't say funny. Maybe I shouldn't say funny, but with the whole corona thing going on now, it's, uh, you know, everybody's backing up and the social distancing and all this stuff. And now's the perfect time to, to build stuff just spend time in the garage and we're in a shop and just crank away and stuff heck i was playing with a ranger tonight because i have a really good excuse and the wife can't get on me now so i can spend right. some time in the shop you're like <laughs> I, I have to isolate myself away for safety <laughs> yeah so when it does break and we we can go out there and hit the trails it'll be it'll be dialed in so well, you know, tell I, us about the razor a little bit because i sounds some really video. cool yeah yeah it, so you know a few months ago i had that thing sailing i was there's some pictures even there. I keep saying Instagram, Facebook, but it's the easiest way to relate this stuff. You can you can kind of look back through there and see see that razor probably ten feet in the air, a hundred foot long jump in the dunes. So I was sanding this thing, and then here we moved to the Dothan, and guys, like, hey, you you ever tried going um, autocrossing? Autocrossing, yes. You asphalt racing, you know, sub probably seventy mile an hour speeds, but you're kind of cone dodging and you're I'm like, that's cool. That sounds like fun. <laughs> so, so I 
the crazy idea. I lowered my Razor and I put some street tires on it and, you know, dialed the suspension in a little bit and went out there and did pretty good. And now, now I've got race slicks on it. And the second event, I broke the top 10 in this naturally aspirated old school Razor 1000. It's like a, a beat on, you know, 2014. But it's got to be yeah, hurting I'm, feelings. Oh, for sure. <laughs> hurting feelings I'm, all day. But, yeah, it's doing good, man. It's goofy. You know, like I say, don't tell anybody that I'm out racing on the street right now, building off-road stuff and racing in the street. But motors are motors. To go out there and be beating ZL6 Corvettes and, and Audi R8s and stuff mm. in the Razors on the streets kind of cool, though. Yeah, and, you know, like you say, you're kind of making them cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a really expensive car. And, you you know, at all intents and purposes, you have a built-up go-kart. Yeah. <laughs> Just ripping past them. That's, that's pretty uh, yeah, good. when you show up, I showed up on the, you know, it's on the trailer, and everybody's pointing, and everybody's looking, and my wife's going, oh, here they are. You know, and you're, you're the fat kid, and... Here come the clampers. Kinda, oh, yeah. And they, they, the guys walk by and give you a hard time, like I would. They're all, you know that's for off-road, right? Said, yeah, you know, somebody's got to be last, and, and you kind of laugh and chuckle, it. but by the end of the day... You never know, man. That's yeah. how that kind of stuff starts. He just started a razor class. He just started a razor class. Yeah. I I, I, but my email comes blowing up by people going, So what exactly did you do to the suspension? Right. Because so, everyone's I, gonna follow suit. You start your own I say you add some jumps. Yeah. That would be awesome. Right? What's in what's yeah. it uh what's that truck race they do where yeah. they do the jumps on the street? It's like green. They do yeah, like Robbie Gordon's SST, this stadium yeah. super trucks. Yeah, right. It'd be kind of like that, but like the poor man budget version. Yeah, I, I, sounds like a great idea. We might have just came up with the thing. Trademark, <laughs> TM, TM. Trademark, got to come see us yeah. first. Rob, Jason, <laughs> Jim, <laughs> off road, buggy, on road, of course. Need <laughs> <Man> to come. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I think that'd be awesome. Well, we got our announcer. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> anything with a motor is cool. Pretty much. That's always been... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if you can soup it up and do something cool to it. You know, make right. it different. Yeah. I think I've just always liked things in the dirt because I'm really not a, like, wipe it down and wax guy. <laughs> right. I actually did that for a while. I did mini trucks and, and hot rods, but... Yeah, I think you know, that, I, like, I started it, there, and then I realized it just wasn't really for me. It's not very fun. It's <laughs> not at all. You show up in the, at Arby's parking lot, and you the same... 20 guys looking at the same 20 rigs for, you know, oh, look, he got new wheels. Yay. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> under it. Right. Right. Yeah, you want to go beat on it. Whoa. You want to go, yeah. you know, throw mud on each other. That's right. one it, part. It adds a little bit more difficulty when it's climbing up a rock through a mud hole and yeah, around a roots. tree. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's what, it, that's funny, because it, it's just, we're all just a bunch of kids. It's like building Hot Wheels. And even... So I, I, I did another podcast. It's called The Smoking Tire down in L.A. And the guy couldn't understand why why you would spend so much money and time building a rig and then go beat the crap out of it. So I, I use the example. I'm like, here's you, you as a kid, this is how I imagine you as a kid, you bought a little model car kit and you painted it and you glued it all together and you set it on the shelf and, and you admired it and then you went and bought and you've, you've probably got a shelf with 30 of these model cars on there and they're beautiful. You know, got their little lights and stuff. I'm the other guy. I built the model thing, and then I shoved firecrackers in it, and I threw it off the roof, and I blew the crap out of it. And then I glue it all back together, and I go, man, I'm a school. And then 
so it's just two different, completely different mindsets. We're right. we're the stick firecrackers in it and blow it up kind of guys. Right. Like, like you're seeing these kids now with these new in box GI Joe toys from the '80s, right? All mine yeah. are covered in mud with wheels missing from making mud holes from the drive through. <laughs> That's what I do with mine. Right. Yeah, my Hot Wheels are packed with mud. <laughs> yeah. Wheels don't spin or fall apart. They're rougher than my TJ is. Yeah. Yeah. Just wired different. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So perfect. Jason and I took my daily. It's a JK on 37s. We took it to a Jeep event up in northern Michigan in the snow. I came back to work with a door caved in, and this is my daily. And all my guys at work are like, "What? What did you do?" I'm like, "Oh, I smashed it into a tree." They're like, are you gonna fix it? And I was like, "No, I'll probably just rattle can it. I mean, because I'm gonna do it again." And they just don't <laughs> That's understand. Freedom. Like, yeah. yeah. Just rattle can it over brown and call it good. It's fine. I mean, it's like nothing nice. Call again. Yeah. Right. Time for new doors, yeah. better doors, stronger doors. Steel doors, motorboat mechanic doors. <laughs> <laughs> Built-in sliders on them by chance. <laughs> Need some Not like... yet, but uh, nothing's off slate. You know? so, uh, JK a... door handle tree sliders. Yeah, <laughs> you perfect that, Rob. That's what I cry. <laughs> yeah, they, they stick out man, for the thought. Trying, trying to that little TJ. I got a JK in the shop right now. There's a black JK um, LS powered thing that's. Really cool rig, um, you know, all the custom frame and it's it's coilovers and bypasses and, and custom suspension and linked out and full. This, that one's a hydro assist, but you know, LS powered. And so, you guys are Jeep guys. I'm 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 a Toyota fan. Oh, we're we're you know, everything. I, Don't get us wrong. We we'll, we will rock anything. <laughs> but if you guys are Jeep guys, and you, you you have to admit the CAN bus system, Jeep wiring is just crap oh yeah it's, it's yeah it's crap and there's no other way to put it so it's funny crap. you so. say that because jim's jeep was smoking the other day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> random electrical smoke kevin filled up yeah. the smoke don't know where it came from yeah it stopped so it's self-clearanced <laughs> it's fine. i got locked out of the rig what do you mean it's like well yeah i just i don't know what happened the light started flashing and the rig locked me out and you're like Okay, what? but it's just random stuff. So that JK, that, that part's kind of a pain right now because it's complete rewire. Made the, I don't know if that's a good choice, but you know it's LS powered, and then trying to get that uh, ribbon makes a really cool um, system to get the, the CAN bus and the, and the GM to talk to each other. But um, yeah, we heard there. So some stuff. I had the bright idea to just rewire the whole rig, and I mean from tail lights to headlights, AC, everything. So this. It is completely gutted, no canvas system at all. And in the end, it's going to be super cool. But right now, man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like just thinking about that. I've rewired a couple cars, old cars, where it was just, you know, really basic wiring. And to think about rewiring a newer car. Especially all the stuff that goes, all the airbags, yeah, all the lights. Hurt. Yeah, and you don't even think about it. So, like the, um, the, the steering column. How many things on the steering column? The horn and airbag and, and turn signals and wipers and, and all the stuff that goes on. And uh, yeah, canvas systems of voltage variable, so it, you'll have thirty or forty different things going on, and that canvas computer all sorts it out. So that you you don't just have a, a simple switch on off and on. So right. pull the whole steering column out, go take a few steps back, and, oh. and go back to a. Like a, a YJ steering column is what's actually in there now, and then modifying it to fit and and all the plastic dash and pieces and stuff and make it look OEM is it's, it's 
I'm sounding like a bitching about it, but I have fun. That's what I do all day long. No, I, I'm intrigued now. I'm like, that's that's yeah. awesome. Because there's so much stuff I think people don't even really think about when it goes to something like that. All that work that you just talked about, right? Like, that's... Yeah, they see the finished product and go, oh, that looks yeah. pretty easy. Oh, yeah, I can do that in a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's you the whole idea. If you can get it to look like that, then, then I won. That's, that's exactly the, you know... You want it to look like it's not really cool, but... Like if you got if you have your JK and, and you were to walk around it and you would go holy crap the frame is different the shock mounts are different the dash the center console every single part of this thing there's nothing that hasn't been touched right the tubs and and but but your wife or or your buddy who doesn't know anything about Jeeps well you shouldn't have a buddy that doesn't know anything about Jeeps right let's, <laughs> let's start with that somebody else somebody else walks by and they wouldn't know the difference they would just see a lifted Jeep they wouldn't see that stuff right. so All those that's kind parts. of the, yeah. the target I guess I like the, the subtlety of it uh, you know. it kind of weeds them out doesn't it yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of the cool thing though about like one of our mutual kind of acquaintances Andy the stomper his thing oh. is so simple it's awesome oh who doesn't like a first gen Toyota? Uh, no, no cab room at all. But around those Toyota, those things are, you know, they're icons. And it, Even Jeep guys got to admit they're cool. Oh, dude, oh, I love them. We were in love with it instantly, and the fact that it's got every Toyota paint scheme you can have, from rust <laughs> to like the racing fender, Iron Man, Iron Man stripes, and some, some yeah. camouflage. <laughs> like, oh, it's absolutely perfect. I, yeah. I was heartbroken because Andy, so. Um, I don't know. It, I, I imagine most people know, but I was a uh, host for the uh, show Truck Night in America on the History Channel. And, uh, you know, five guys show up every week and they beat the crap out of the rigs for 10 grand. And, and man, it was it was a lot of fun because it was just, it was a getting paid to do what you normally do anyway. So yeah. it was, Bus balls. Andy was yeah. the dream. Yeah. Andy was one of my guys. And, and uh, you know, you, I, I really think you could have taken it all, but we had a couple of bounces on the skid pad where you just do his tug of war thing. And he dropped the drive shaft and my heart broke. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. But he was kind of up a little, wasn't he up against someone that was a little bit, a little more weight advantage than he had. Oh he, yeah. He was kind of fighting oh, yeah. an uphill battle anyway. But yeah. And it, it you know, it, people go, man, but what, what, so we were trying to, you know, keep stuff like a, a Cherokee versus a Toyota. So we're trying to keep them somewhat, you know, even, yeah. but, you know, you'd see some stuff where a lightweight rig would still, uh, you know, if you had sticky or, or red label crawlers or something like that, it doesn't matter what the other guy weighs. You would just yeah. walk him. Right. So. Well, and he but, had the advantage, too. He had, like, what, 100 to 1? 100 to 1 low teak. range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he had a 4.7. I think he just had two standard cases. Um, okay. So you'll get, like, 108 to 1 with 529s. I'm not going to get all technical, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, awesome I have a little turbo that. Toyota truck, so it's a it's two hundred and twenty eight to one. What? <laughs> <laughs> you have a okay. you have your standard transmissions one to one, and then uh, a two point two eight to one reduction, and then a, another Toyota gearbox is a four point seven for a crawler. So then, and then you you compound them all. So you have one to one, two point two eight to one, four seven to one, and then eleven to one, and <laughs> so you have twenty forward speeds and four reverse. So. 24 <laughs> it's like driving that's a big pretty rig. awesome how many shifters do you have is that four shifters then well you have your standard shifter so you're you know first through fifth and then your a normal low range pack is your one to one 
and then you have your your low range, which is a four seven to one. So yeah. you only have the three shifters sticking out four, unless you have a split, which is two and four wheel drive on your the other shifter. So you'd have four <laughs> shifters sticking out the floor. It takes, and honestly, it does take a little bit of getting used to. Right. Even people are like, oh yeah, I know exactly what's going on. You still have to go. Wait, you look down and go, yeah, that's. Wait, there's more shifters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's shifters but it's behind the seat. When, when you need that gear, you know, hell, you only got a hundred horsepower, so yeah, you know. Oh, and Andy it, works that it. 22 re hard. It's all he's oh. cutting wood, man. <laughs> yeah, bouncing off the rev limiter. Just oh, I, so we, we were in North, we were up in northern Michigan, and he was just blasting through the snow and just this like slowly climbing up this hill, making great forward progress, just at like a snail's pace. But yeah. it if you were a mile away, you would have thought we were cutting down a giant tree. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he's the one that made it, and he struggles. Everybody else struggles. Yeah, oh. he's up on top of it, thirty-seven, twelve, fifties, just floating that little Toyota. <laughs> yeah, put us to yeah, shame. It was awesome. Weighs thirty-two hundred pounds, and right. you know, even with thirty-seven, so you go to actuals, you're just barely. You you know, it's a you guys are fifteen hundred pounds heavier than him and a JK at bare minimum. So right. yeah. yes, snow, yeah. mud. Oh, we were loaded down for a weekend of sub Arctic camping too. Uh, I, I listened to that episode. Uh, <laughs> you guys had me laughing, so I'm, I'm trying to take. Well, yeah, I gotta, I gotta give you guys grief over that. So, um, I'm also, so I'm a certified welder. I uh, big TIG stick, dual core, oxyacetylene, aluminum, carbon, stainless, blah blah blah. Anyway, um, so, so I'm also the. Not only am I the, the custom fab guy and the you know the designer part of the design team at Motobelt, I. I do all the fuel cells, so I TIG. If you get a fuel cell from Motobelt, I've actually welded the thing. Cool. So okay. the first couple hours of the day, I'll go in and crank out, you know, four or five fuel cells every day, um, just TIGging away. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to TIG, and you guys are making me laugh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. And if you've ever TIGged aluminum, especially when you're trying to, you know, make a nice nice product I, man i was cussing you guys <laughs> you could <laughs> I mean, you, about that trip just say rob you could have helped us out and put on there like an arrow and a sharpie and be like this is because of off <laughs> yeah. it was dimes and then a nickel and then maybe a quarter <laughs> it's one of the best times uh, we've gotten though i think yeah, i know i couldn't um, i laughed so hard i couldn't weld straight i'm flattered <laughs> <laughs> He's over here talking about MIG, TIG, stick, dual core. I'm like, I throw boogers like a champion. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like to. Yeah. Your wall doesn't look too bad on that. On that uh, I'm getting better. That ram assist there. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you know this now. We actually sit in the garage next to the hoist and stare at projects. It helps us stay motivated. So Jay's got his ZJ up on the hoist right now. He's put a ram, uh, yeah, a ram assist yeah. on it. Yeah, the steering. Looking at his welding. Yeah. Not nearly as good. You... <laughs> he was laughing too, though. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, now I got I'm all about all about the social media. Where where can I see pictures of this thing? Uh, it'd be at Professor Von Tunswap on Instagram. Right on. I will look it <laughs> not, up. Not really a professor. I'm just letting that, uh, okay. throw that out there. Yeah, but it sounded good at the time. <laughs> well, we wheel with yeah, my my well, second wife. My my true love she's sitting here staring at me so i've got to she should just straight whoop my ass yeah um yeah I, we're I, talking I, about instagram go yeah go look her up she's she's a uh, 
a trainer. She in a she teaches fitness classes and is a bikini competitor. And but she would just straight whip my ass. So I have to be really nice. I have to watch what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good. But, Introducing her as a second wife probably isn't a great start. <laughs> yeah, so my my first uh, my first my my email my hotmail is pretty funny. She she goes, you still have a hotmail? It's five seven nine four at hotmail. But that's my she goes, what is five seven nine four? It's it's the date I, mean, I married my first wife, and she's all, you still have that goddamn email? So yeah, I talk about weird. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it happens. Well, it came up, you know, we, I had to do the professor part because, you know, our, our friend our Ken is Dr. Death Wobble. So I feel like I had to compete a little bit. That's pretty good. you gotta, you got to call me Nighthawk. Yes. I think that was uh, I love movie quotes. Oh, I, I'm I, totally nerd out on movie quotes oh, all day. Yeah. All, all day. I, we, yeah, we can get along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the movie quotes I like today are unappropriate for the radio show because it's, it's Boondock Saints Day, man. It's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, that's true. You start quoting Boondock Saints, and you get kicked off the air pretty quick. Yeah, we got <laughs> someone's gonna get angry. Yeah. Oh, talk about angry. So we go to the. We're back in the south now, so we go to Waffle House, and we're we're having breakfast at the old Waffle House, and my wife starts to have a sneezing fit. Bro, it's coronavirus time. <laughs> yeah. And everybody in that damn place spun around like, like we just shot somebody. And I was just like, she just, it's hay fever. It's it. I, I don't, she just, there's pollen and man, you should, uh, you'd have been better off shooting somebody. got burned at the stake because she sneezed. You'd have been better off shooting somebody over that, I think. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, looking that's at you about to rob the place. Everyone hit the dirt. She's going to sneeze on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good and bad. I'm taking full advantage of this social distancing right now, though. I have a good excuse to, you know, crank away in the shop and and can't say anything. So now I'm, I'm enjoying it. In fact, it, uh, you know, if we go back to sales, but sales are sales have actually gone up. People are people are taking advantage of the time that you you have. Hell, if I can't hang out with my buddies, I'm gonna I'm gonna crank away in the shop and, right and do do some stuff. So when it's when this does blow over, because it will, then yeah. I can go hit the trails and I'll be a hundred percent. So it's good, yeah. it's good planning. Use, yeah. use the downtime. Yeah. For oh, sure. yeah. If you're sitting on the couch, just watching reruns of, I don't know what you're watching, but <laughs> you're wasting time, man. It's yeah. it's perfect time to be in the shop. Yeah, it is. Well, up here, the weather kind of broke a little bit. It's not nearly as cold. So that's what I've been doing. It's 41 degrees today. It's nice. I know. Yeah. That's, Fall spring here oh. in Michigan. Really? Yeah. How how so I'm in lower Alabama, so it's like eighty five degrees and ninety percent humidity and so you were already sweating. <laughs> when you said it I started sweating. <laughs> I got so warm for a second, I'm like, Oh vacation sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about shameless plug, if if anybody listening if they wanna um order some stuff up for the next few days after this you guys are airing this on tuesday right yep. yeah yep so if you if you put in code bender just, just bender bender 10 the number 10 so bender one zero um if you like 10 percent off of any any anything motorboat and if you uh, over 299 bucks then we'll ship it for free anywhere in the contiguous united states so i don't know that's worth worth quite a bit there's a few hundred bucks for 
for your listeners if they yeah, especially if you're, feel like they want to jump on the bandwagon and make use of this downtime. Especially Absolutely. if you're shipping a bumper or something. That, that shipping right there will bite you in the butt. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate that. Yeah, not a problem. Hopefully our guys do, all yeah, the listeners. Hopefully. Now's your time. Yeah. <laughs> it's really perfect time. Even the old lady can't get mad at me now. Like I said, I was playing in the garage all day, and I'm not like I have a choice. I have to stay home. So. Right. Just <laughs> fab in the garage, or I go to work in fab, or... <laughs> Order yeah. a fuel cell, maybe we'll get one with our name on it. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's not, that's not a bad idea. Uh, oh, we, so, you, your your TJ needs a fuel cell, I think. Yeah, he needs that front frame too. He needs a stretch and forty twos and stuff. <laughs> cool hydro, and, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like a cool little that little can TJ is really cool. And um, I just came up with some bump stop mounts for that thing today that were just really. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm so blessed. Seriously, I get to go in and I I just get to veg out in my <coughs> corner of the shop and build junk and you know if it's cool enough then dan puts it on the site and we sell it and it's all good but i get to go you know does he let you try it go out play all day. what's that do you get to try it out as well um some product yeah, testing it's pretty nice usually the customers are you know like suspension system and stuff I'll, i'm i'm nice to it and if bob stanage or dustin webster or jason Shear or some of the guys that's built stuff before in the past are listening then then I'm sorry for thrashing your rigs, but yeah, I'm glad <laughs> it's <laughs> Got bang on them a little bit. But usually, like Ken Mercer, Ken Mercer is probably the worst one. I got to built him a buggy and went out to Cable Hill, and he said, "Hey, you know, I'm trying Cable Hill, and I'm fresh California guy." And I'm like, "Cable Hill, how hard could it be?" And I split his atlas and I <laughs> ripped the high steer off a knuckle, and yeah, he just kept pointing me at the hill. Maybe regret putting a hundred shot of nitrous on that little ram jet but it was a cool little rig while it was <laughs> while it was running while it held oh, together it was amazing it had parts still attached oh yeah man. i fixed it but yeah it's a little testing that's the great thing about having a friend as a fabricator that was like okay you break it you're gonna fix it right i mean whatever <clears throat> yeah yeah so it, it looks bad but yeah i rolled the buddy samurai so it, at my old shop, there was a Seven Eleven right behind behind the the shop. So we would everybody would come over and hang out, of course. And then we would drive up the backside of this big building. It was a big block building <laughs> that the Seven Eleven was in, and we would it was all painted white. So we would see who could put their tire tracks the highest on the backside of this building. And I'm surprised <laughs> we didn't like knock the wall down and drive through into the freezer. But <laughs> so little samurai and Jerry was out there, and he was trying to. You know, set high mark in a samurai, and everybody's laughing because it's a samurai. Yeah. God, let me show you how to do that. I jump in his rig and I backflip that thing off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he got he got a new rear tub, and I, I felt bad and built him a whole cage and bumpers, and we, it, it turned out really cool when I was done with it. But yeah, so, yeah, so. <laughs> so it worked out really well. Let Rob, backflip your rig and get back half. Pretty sweet. Ah, that's good. It's a good deal, right? Well, see, I, I made it sound pretty cool, but the visual of this, so I backflip this thing off, and it rolls kind of three-quarter, and it ends up on its side, and it's still, it's a Samurai. Yeah. It had toy axles and, and 35s on it, and so it's running on the top side of the tire, and it's dragging itself now backwards. It's crawling forward, but it's using the top side of the tire, so now, because I wasn't belted in, I'm, I'm trying to stay 
out from underneath the cage on the passenger side. So I'm like doing this crazy backwards shuffle crawl as things chugging along forward, but it's actually traveling backwards and it's just grinding the crap out of the cage and stuff. And I'm screaming like a little girl and <laughs> it's, it was a bad visual, but. Yeah, it's a terrible visual. <laughs> it's not about the first time. That sounds horrible. Somebody reached in and shut it off, but yeah, it was. Uh, oh, what a, what a... So what's those uh, are the good ones, though? <laughs> what's your favorite wheeling spot since you seem like you've been all over? Oh man, you know what i I, I grew up in and around the Hammers. Uh, I love Johnson Valley. Um, you know, been. Bender, my nickname's just short for Tin Bender, and the Tin Benders are four-wheel drive club. So, you know, we were out there running the hammer shell. Dave, now, Dave Cole's a Tin Bender, the one who owns Hammer King Production, does all the uh, Ultra 4 stuff. But, you know, I spent so much time in and around uh, the hammers so that that's where my heart's at. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I hate mud. <laughs> I do. Uh, it's so much fun, and then it's just a, just a, God, what a pain in the ass. That's almost yeah. sacrilege in Alabama, isn't it? Say that. <laughs> yeah. So that, now that now we're full circle. Now you know why I'm racing my razor on an autocross course now. Because <laughs> your choices are uh, asphalt or mud, <laughs> or tractor tires. Yeah. yeah so right. it, <laughs> square bodies on fifty fours and <laughs> smelling like poo the rest of the weekend because the mud turned up. <laughs> yeah, I've got a set of low axles. 11 to 1 planetary axles front and rear steer off a low forklift and I have an 84 Chevy the square body yep. uh, it's on 40s now it's locked front and rear but it's so straight so clean and I keep threatening to throw these low axles on there and some 60 inch bags but again we'll go back to the wife she'll whoop my ass right it was... like you got like, a limit <laughs> you can only do so much. If you found a unicorn, keep it happy. If she likes yeah, the truck absolutely. the way it is, find a find a beat up square body to put the moles in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I I try to act like I'm in control, but I just do whatever she says. Yeah. It makes I, life easier once you accept that. Yeah, I understand how that goes. Oh, that's yeah. I'll, I'll deny it though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, for anyone getting started in uh, in fabrication, what you got some advice for them? You know what. It sounds kind of dumb too, but my grandpa, when I was young, um, I started welding when I was seven. My grandpa, he, words of advice, he would say, "Grandson, you need to shut the hell up." <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, you, you listen with your ears, not not your mouth. And just there's a lot of guys out there with a lot of a uh, lot of knowledge. And if, if you're interested in, in doing fabrication or something like that, then you know, guys in your wheeling club or or some of that stuff, and and hang out with some of the guys and cut your teeth, learn to weld, maybe take some welding classes. Because no matter what you do, um, eventually you're gonna have to you're gonna have to weld. You have to burn it together. You can't you can only bolt so much junk on. <laughs> right. So yeah, you know, and like we were talking before, you you can buy a Harbor Freight bender and bend up some poop pipe for sliders and bumpers and stuff, and it's an easy way and it's just, you know, a cheap way to cut your teeth and without you know, spending seven dollars a foot for DOM tubing and stuff. So, you're, you know, it, just just do it and don't be afraid to. I mean, don't be dumb, but it, the, the, I hate when people go out there and they'll bag on something. You know, some guy shows up with a jalopy and it, it's clearly it's kind of a big pile. And we've all we've all got that guy in our group, but 
I admire those guys because they're they're actually they're actually doing it. Right. You know, they're maybe maybe they shouldn't. There's some guys that maybe shouldn't, but <laughs> you know, at, at least they're out there. They're they're trying to do it. And right. The only way you're going to get better is with that. You know, with your hood down. So you. There's a lot of misinformation out there, and that's why I asked you. You know, there's just so much misinformation and things out there, and that's one of the reasons I want to get you on. You know, just to, to tell people like stuff like that. You know, they just need to, like you said, just get out there and do it. And if you're not sure, ask or find out. And just, absolutely. Yeah. And there's people. Everybody wants to. You know, everybody's got their toolbox and knowledge, and they want they want to. People love to talk. Hell, I love to talk. And, and if somebody actually wants to to learn how to weld or TIG, hell, I got a guy that. You know, he's a, a excellent mig welder, but he's, he's learning TIG, and I I spend half of my lunch hour with him, teaching him how to TIG weld aluminum, and because he wants to learn, and I and I want to teach him, yeah. but you know, it, you have to have a. I, I can tell if you're bullshitting me. I, I can <laughs> tell if you're you're just like, oh, I'd really like to weld, but if you really want to know, you can tell, and and there's people out there that will show you and help you, yeah. and and don't be afraid to ask. Don't you know. Get the chip off your shoulder, and and people be more than willing to help and, and steer you in the right direction. Just stay off of the just social media and, and well, all the the web wheelers that know. That's what killed it on pirate. I you know I wrote that bending tube one hundred and one article twenty years ago, and and uh, it was just a, a real layman's you know average Joe kind of way to try to make it real simple so you can actually go out there and do it and. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff like that. Just the guys that come out though and, and want to tell you that that's, you know, it needs more triangulation or it's just, yeah. <laughs> you know. there's always something so yeah, you're there. right. There's a lot of pitfalls and there's a lot of guys out yeah. there that are just, just know-it-alls, but. Well, I think that's key uh, is finding, um, you know, an article like you wrote or, or someone like that or going to, you know, like you said, going to that local college and taking that class and asking the instructor you know, actually someone who's certified in it and, you know, don't get all your advice online and take all that with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's like your, your local four-wheel drive clubs and, and stuff. It's those guys that, you know, you're, you'll have the, the guy with a really built rig in your club and the guy that, that knows how to do it and, and uh, you know, buddy up with him and if he's not a complete jackhole and or DB. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, it's weeding out those guys it's just as challenging sometimes yeah. but I've learned at least in my, yeah, in my it's wheeling career it's a lot career, easier said than done that's for sure but, yeah. I've learned at least in my career if you find a guy that you truly respect his work and, you, and you're genuine about it they'll help you they'll teach you they'll, they'll mentor you you know like you said Absolutely. if you've got the chip on your shoulder and trying to act like I could do that well I know what I can and can't do and I can't lay nickels or stack dimes or whatever you welder guys say I can throw boogers <laughs> and I can't do you know so if someone wants to show me how to do it right Shut up and listen. Yeah. It's time to do it. Oh well, I'll weld all kinds of stuff, but don't ask me to balance a budget. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man's got to know his limitations. I believe is something. Yeah, like said. you got to know when to ask uh, for help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just ask her for an allowance. Money can have some money. That's about that's the extent of it. <laughs> well, same. A buddy of mine gave me a welder, and Jason heard I put a new 220 circuit in the house, and he was like, no, dude, no, <laughs> just no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to learn today. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I did the whole popping circuit, so way back in the day when I was, you know, I, I didn't, I was living out of an apartment, so I'd go to dad's house, and, and uh, 
Krusty, my my dad. And, uh, Krusty, nice. We, we, yeah, he was grand marshal for KOH one year. It was kind of cool. Yeah, that was that was a really neat thing. But that uh, was awesome. So we would go to Krusty's house, and everybody would hang out in his backyard. And he loved these, you know, just everybody's dad. And uh, we would we would be welding in the garage, and we would we would pop the whole circuits for the whole back of the house, and and stepmom's tv would go off and the whole back side of the house would shut off and she would just lose her mind <laughs> so it was a mad dash to the breaker panel i tried to shut, turn the house back on again and uh that was just funny when you were saying man she would get so irate and we would just laugh <laughs> oh, missing your stories man making yeah. her miss the stories oh, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah, those are the best stories. My wife got really mad in our last house because I'd be out in the garage welding and all of a sudden like the lights in the kitchen would be like flickering a little bit, like dimming slightly. She's like, what are you doing up there? Smoke detectors go off. Yeah, she yeah. assumes I'm like building Frankenstein out in the garage is what she imagines, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danielle's pretty good about it. She knows I'm not She knows I'm not running around. I'm not at the bar and I'm not chasing skirts. So right. It's, she, she, she'll, she'll deal with the flickering lights and, and maybe some missing half of her show that's not recording now but <laughs> <laughs> we had a really we had a talk like that me and the wife we were in florida went to vacation in florida and i was like oh and she was like i know you're not looking at a girl where's the jeep or toyota at? and i'm like i looked over and there's a bad little you know series one toyota sitting on the side of the road <laughs> she knew like i'm faithful baby unless there's a beautiful truck then i'll be looking <laughs> Yeah, they like I was. I was really looking forward to Jeep Beach. Now that I'm back on this coast, you know, I moved probably about six or seven months ago back to Alabama from California. So Jeep Beach and and some of the things were going on and damn coronavirus just got everything oh, shut down. So yeah, took it all out. Um, everything. I mean, yeah, even that, is shutting down basically. I mean, yeah, it's not like the event's still happening, but the town's shut down. Yeah, you just can't stay anywhere. Yeah, or eat anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, that gonna work? Yeah. Yeah, the mountains it's, are still open. Yeah. <laughs> what? Reminds me, I had to yeah, cancel you, my you, flight. Yeah. They, they shut down all the schools and all the colleges, and you look at all the beaches, and they're just flooded with people, and you're like, "Well, that's." Oh, are they I don't really? think you understood exactly what they're trying to do here. But. That's how. Yeah, we don't have that problem here. We have the opposite <laughs> problem. Everybody's in a house party right now. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so they're even closer together. Right. At least they've got some wind on the beach, yeah. blowing stuff around. Yeah. Here they're circling there. So, all right. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, before we call um, it the end? No, I, I appreciate hanging out. I mean, that was that was fun. I, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think we're definitely gonna have to do it again. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, by all means. And maybe maybe I'll, uh, you know I need to spend some time and, and check out your project. I'm I'm always into the project. So. You know, I'm always getting lit up on, on Instagram and stuff or, hey, man, it was questions and con- and, and yeah. if I have time, I acknowledge everybody. I try to help out any way I can. So it gets some pretty crazy off the wall stuff where you're like, yeah, bro, I don't, mm, <laughs> not sure what size tires you can fit on a three inch lift, but. Forties. Forties. I always answer with forties. Standard answer. Yeah. yeah don't 40. worry about it. That 30 will handle it. Go, go 30 from 40 all day long. You're going to need but. a sawzall and some blades yep. and then you fit forties. Anything. Yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start messaging random questions from all my different accounts. I know. Like, hey, I got a ZR2 <laughs> and I want to put tons under it. How hard is that? <laughs> oh, well, I, so the the only thing I'm gonna get lit up, I think the biggest thing is I gotta I gotta kind of talk about truck night. So yeah, um, yeah let us know what's you going know, on. Uh, so the 
Trip Night, we're still, it's an expensive show to film, and, you know, it's, it's between five and seven million dollars a season to shoot. Cool. So this last, uh, this last summer, we were supposed to go back in for season three. The show did really well. It was top ten for all of Thursday television. And uh, we were in, like, 23 different countries, and it, it did really well. First, you know, we got a little grief over it, because they were like, well, that's, that's not real willing. And you're like, well, yeah, but... You know, it, it'd be really it's hard so to fun, do real, it's real it, it's, wheeling. I think yeah. it's like it was an awesome show because it was finally like yeah. finally yeah. something something I can watch. You know, yeah, something we can the whole family. To. And that's what was that was kind of hard too. That was where they missed they missed the boat a little bit. There were <laughs> the demographic they had was an eighteen to thirty five male, and it ended up being the whole family show. I got so much fan mail from people saying this is the only show that the whole family would sit down and yes. watch. Everybody from from grandma to the kids, and they would. Bet on what what rig they liked or yes. what color they liked or you're, what you're town they were from. So everybody watched the show. The the problem is, you know, the the production company and history couldn't couldn't agree on a budget. Um, so we kind of missed the boat for the summer. And then you know, you, we film in a, a big clay pit in Georgia, so <laughs> filming in the winter is just unheard of. You there's no possible way. Right. And then uh, so the April was the next go round of uh, things so we can possibly fire it up again but now with this whole corona thing i um, guarantee you that that's not going to happen so the answer the the big answer is in in indefinite i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) and nobody does it's a it's a great show and everybody i hope it gets picked back up again and even if history doesn't do it it's just you don't just happen across a top 10 show that, like that. So even if history doesn't pick it up, they'll, they'll sell it off to somebody, Motor Trend or somebody. So I would imagine that the worst case scenario, it's, it's not dead. It, it'll come back in, in some form or another. But awesome. so yeah. the, the, the final answer is I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I hope it does, though, because you are right, because that, that is the, the, the show that my wife started watching with me, and then I'd get a, a daughter or two, and, you know, they'd all pick their, their truck that they wanted to win. Yep. And, and then they'd be like, why didn't it win? What do you mean it broke? How did it break? I'm like, well... Let me take it out to the garage and show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me show you. Let's go out this weekend. Okay. So. Yeah. I, man, I lucked out on that one. They just came and looked me up while I was racing King of the Hammers and, and said, you know, and I was kind of an asshole and said, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you know, and a uh, scruffy looking guy and uh, oh. self-proclaimed know-it-all. So, you know, it... I, I was like, well, and I was doubting how, how many times have people tried to do an off-road show and yeah. just fail miserably. And, and uh, you know, and I suck with people's names, but the very first episode we shot was Teresa Loomis in that orange scout. And she just, just sent it off of this big jump <laughs> and uh, folded that thing, landed on a brace, folded the frame under and it caught on fire. And, uh, <laughs> in the first 30 seconds of filming. And I went, Wow this is going to be cool. <laughs> this, this I was, I was sold from that, from that time on. But yeah, it was, it's kind of weird though. Those were real connections and we still talk people. Uh, we have, you know, these secret boards on social media and stuff, but every driver from all the seasons, uh, the hundred drivers, we still talk to this day on these, these secret message boards. And, and uh, you know, um, Justin Blair with Bertha, that'll kind of stop Dodge and stuff. He's just a character. All these guys, it's, it's weird that I really can't remember people's names. I don't remember people's name I work with. But everybody who's on that show, I know their name and I know their rig and I know what obstacles took about. And it was just, 
it was a, a really really neat connection with that. Awesome. Uh, oh yeah, with That's everybody on the show. I, so. I hope it comes yeah. back. I really do. I I, I do too. Honestly, I, it, I'd be sad if it doesn't. Not because yeah, it was just fun. I mean, who wouldn't want to get paid to go out and just thrash stuff and watch people just <laughs> right. Just, be that uh, positive motivator like no you got this you'll yeah. be fine <laughs> oh no yeah my, my i'm sure you all saw jen peterson backflip that she that, <laughs> that tj off the waterfall yep yep oh broke my heart but she was such a badass just piled that thing up rolls that thing slid all the way back downhill and she crawls out of that she goes can we flip it over let's go and i'm like hang on darling the motor's in there sideways and we're, we're done for right now no, let's roll it back over and i'm like Oh, I love you, but <laughs> but you're done for right now. We're gonna we're gonna really have to crank in the shop to get this thing going. But yeah, again, I, I I would like to see it come back. But uh, again, I, I I just have no idea. Right. Hopefully, the powers yeah. that be can make it happen because it was a great show. Yeah, it's the only yeah. show I DVR. Yeah, same. so <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. All right, well, Rob, it was great talking to you, and we'll wrap it up. And uh, until next time, we're out. Awesome. All right, guys. See Take it easy. Later.